Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 108. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about five ways to start a business. Now, this came up because I've been getting some questions from some of my listeners who wanted to know how to start a business. I've talked about why to start a business and why you should start a business. And you know that that's one of the twin pillars of wealth building is to create your luxury brand business. But a lot of people just don't know how. So I wanted to cover five ways and five things that you need to think about when starting your own business. The very first thing that I did when I was evaluating what to do to start a business was I did a strengths test. This is a test that helps you understand what you're really good at and and what your weaknesses are that you want to stay away from. I'm a firm believer that you need to do what your strengths allow you to do. In other words, what comes easy for you? What is it that's so simple for you that's hard for other people? But for you, it's no skin off your nose. It's super easy. It's just your natural talent and ability. You know, it's that thing that you don't even realize. It's just an unconscious competence that you don't even realize you're great at it. So you want to start with what are your strengths? And I think you can, you know, try and list those things that you're good at. You can ask other people what you're good at. You can ask your family, your friends, what are you good at? And get some feedback from them. Get some light shining on you from other people because it's very hard for us to see what's at the tip of our own very nose. So our friends and relatives can sometimes see what we're really good at and can help us with those things. So definitely you want to follow your strengths, though. I think you just leave your weaknesses alone. I mean, your weaknesses, you can hire other people to do those things. If you're not good with numbers or math, you can certainly hire an accountant, a bookkeeper. Uh, There's all kinds of ways that you can make up for having a weakness. But your strength is usually the thing that you're gifted in, and it's also the thing that you are probably passionate about as well. So I would just encourage you to stay on focus with your strengths. Number two... Go with what your passions are and what you're really interested in. And this can be an overused term, you know, follow your passion and the money will follow and all of that. I don't really believe that that is the way it goes because I think that there's a lot more skill to becoming an entrepreneur than just following your passion. But I do think following your passion is super important. And I want you to walk over to your bookshelf, wherever you keep your books, whether that's on your Kindle, in your phone or on your shelf. Go on over and look at the topics of books that you've collected. Those are the things that you're really interested in. Those are the things that show your passion. When you're reading and studying and engrossed in a topic or a website, that's your passion. That's you being very interested in that subject. So that's often the thing that can get you to start your business. 
it can even be a hobby like loving football, for example. There's someone who's very successful. He's a high school teacher. He also coaches football and he sells some football plays on the web on his website. So and he does very, very well. So you can do that. You can turn your hobby into a successful business. And especially with people wanting to buy information these days and how I've told you that information with the high margins that it has, it's a super amazing, great, profitable business for you to be getting into. So anything you're an expert at or anything you've been reading up on and become expert at is certainly on your short list for what you could do for a business. But number three, this third thing is super important for you to always think about. And that is, what problem are you solving? You always want to solve a problem with your business because people are looking for things that are going to solve their problem, to help them with their pain, to help them overcome a situation, whether that is someone you know, wanting to ask someone else out on a date, there's dating advice, whether that's something like technology and learning technology, there's all kinds of different things and different information that people will purchase, but you need to solve a specific problem. So just make sure that you know what problem it is that you're solving. Number four, be fresh and original. You know, I've mentioned this before, getting into the financial industry topic, conversation, podcasting uh, line of work, there's so many financial experts out there. I mean, anyone who has overcome paying off debt, it seems like now writes a blog and is a financial expert. So the barriers are very low. And what I thought after all my years in the industry all my licenses, all my studies and education and everything that I had put into my career, I just thought, I'm not going to do this if I'm just saying the same thing as everyone else. If I have the same message, if I believe the same things, then you don't need me as an expert. But it's because I've learned different things just in the way that it's worked for me, whether it's been investing in what's worked for me or whether it's been what I've learned just through spending money, investing money, saving money, those kinds of things, I just started to develop my own thoughts and philosophies about money and wealth and how to get ahead and how it's possible for you to build wealth and why it's possible for you to build wealth and then the steps for you to actually do that and build wealth. And you just have to be fresh and original. You don't want to be copying other people. You don't want to take what's already out there that's old, haggard, gone over and over and over information. You want to come out with something fresh, original, new, maybe controversial, but not just for the sake of being controversial, only because you have something new to add to the conversation. So you want to be fresh and original with whatever topic it is that you're coming out with. Put a new twist on it. Add your little spice to it. Add your tips. Add your things that have worked for you in your life that can help other people and serve other people. And that will, that will take you a long way. Number five is start investing in yourself. The thing about being an entrepreneur that I really didn't realize is there's a whole different skill set than what I learned in corporate. I did a lot of public speaking in corporate. And so initially, my business was just about speaking and having seminars and having masterminds and doing teleclasses. 
and things like that. And that went really well. And from the very beginning, it was very successful. The only thing was, it didn't match the lifestyle that I wanted. I really didn't want all of that. I really wanted to have an online business. I wanted to work from home. I wanted to travel for pleasure, not for work, and be where I wanted to be. And so I really had to reinvent my business a couple years ago because I realized it was all about my lifestyle and how I wanted my work to fit around my lifestyle. I didn't want my lifestyle to fit around my work. So I really went and changed things, started this podcast, made some uh, other changes, started the VIP experience group where I can lead people online and teach webinars and show people about what's going on in the markets right now, put all the pieces together that they're not hearing about in the news and in the media, show them where to invest, those kinds of things. That is my cup of tea, but there's also other skills that I needed to learn, things like how to write copy, how to create sales pages, because when you're selling something online, you have to have a sales page where you're listing out all of the features and benefits, and you're doing it in a way that is intriguing for people and that people like, and it doesn't feel salesy and icky, and it also doesn't feel too technical. So you need to learn how to have a skill like copywriting. There's also technology that you need to learn. I had to learn how to be on all of the different social media platforms, whether it was Pinterest, Facebook, uh, Instagram, you know, it, it just, it was a matter of getting onto all of the social media platforms that I could have a presence on. And, you know, they're never ending. I mean, there's, of course, YouTube. I've got over 100 videos over on YouTube. And also now there's Snapchat. Snapchat's coming on and some of the talk about Snapchat is it's going to be really big and that's where everyone's really going to be and that's the future. So, you know, yes, I just joined Snapchat. I haven't put anything up there yet, but I am keeping up with the technology and I am having a presence in all of these social media outlets as you will need to have as an entrepreneur so that people can find you anywhere. And having this podcast and the Money Tree Investing podcast, you know, being out there where people can find you, they can listen to you, they can absorb your content, they can learn from you, they can find out more. That is going to be really important. So technology and keeping up with technology is super important. And starting a podcast for me was mostly difficult because of the technology and I had my content, I developed more content, but I also really wasn't sure about how it all came together. It took me a little bit of while. It felt really daunting in the beginning, I'll be super honest. It felt really overwhelming. I wasn't quite sure that I was going to get all of this podcasting stuff. And you know what? Now it's just so simple. It's not even a big deal. And that's what kind of cracks me up is that you know, the first time you do something, it's really hard. And then you do it over and over and over again. And all of a sudden, it's really simple. It's kind of like riding a bike, you know, at first, I had to have training wheels and, and have some help. And then all of a sudden, you just get the hang of it and you fly. And that's sort of like entrepreneurship, it takes some real skill sets to sort of find your balance. But once you do, you don't need those training wheels anymore. And you can just be on your way. So there are some things that you do need to learn. Another thing was learning the whole sales process and how to 
price products, how to enroll people in conversation and enroll them in uh, a product or enroll them in a class. There's a whole process and an art to doing that. And that's why I created the Big Ticket Sales Blueprint was to teach people really what are the words that you say? What are the words you don't say? How do you price your products? How do they fit out there with everything else? How do you distinguish yourself among the others? How do you not feel salesy? How do you have a conversation that's consultative? That's a series of questions that you can ask people that will eventually help them figure out whether you're the right person for them to work with and solve their problem or not. And that took a long time to really find that and understand that. But once you have that, you're also able to market high ticket uh, products, which is really important to be able to understand how people can come in and buy your premium products from you. So that was the big ticket sales blueprint that I developed. And then creating your luxury brand was really about how to price package and promote your way to high end clients. So how do you attract affluent clients? How do you find good clients to work with? How do you get people to pay more money for quality products and services that you provide? And what are the things that you need to put into your products and services so that they are top quality and people will appreciate them? So those are some of the things that I did to invest in myself, and I invested six figures in myself. I often say being an entrepreneur is much more like getting an MBA than I ever expected. There's constant learning. I'm always learning new things, buying new programs, uh, finding out about new technologies, listening to speakers, going to to uh, workshops and going to live events, uh, traveling. There's just so much that I do to reinvest in my business and stay up on everything. But I'll tell you what, I wouldn't change it for the world. It has been an amazing journey. It's been so much fun. There's been so much personal growth. People also say it's amazing spiritual growth that happens when you start a business. And I have to agree with that too. It's been all around probably a challenging time, but also a rewarding time. And it just gets better and better. So I would say, are there some difficulties about getting started as an entrepreneur? Absolutely. There's some definite skills you need to have. There's things you need to learn. And if you've been in corporate, like I was, there's a whole nother skill set that you need to know. But can you do it? Absolutely. But you also just need to make sure and follow those five very important steps that I already mentioned. So number one was use your strengths, not your weaknesses. Focus on those things that are easy for you to do. Number two, look at what books are on your shelf, because that's really going to show you what your true passion is. Number three, make sure you solve a problem. What is it that your business is solving? What pain is it healing for people? Number four, be fresh and original. Always have your own way, your own angle, something new to add to the conversation. And number five, start investing in yourself. If you do all of those things, I think you will be well served in starting your business. If you've ever thought about starting your own podcast, it's a highly effective way to reach people. Podcasting is a great way to connect with a global audience, build your community, connect with future customers, and be heard. It takes some learning, so pick a good teacher. If you need help sharing your message, choosing the right equipment, 
building a website, and publishing your show to iTunes, you can learn it all in one place at www.theschoolofpodcasting.com. Use coupon code POD20, that's P-O-D-2-0, to get 20% off. You get a 30-day money-back guarantee, access to a private Facebook group, and live monthly webinars to ask questions. That's www.theschoolofpodcasting.com. Use the coupon code POD20 and get 20% off. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.